This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Well, I'm a constitutional researcher. That's what I do for a living. And I knew nothing about Article 5 when I was a law professor. Didn't teach it at all. But as I got into it and I learned how much power it gives the people acting through their state legislatures to make changes, I get very excited. Well, that people have power. And that Article 5 is a lot like, a lot like voting. I mean, it's a constitutional right that we have. And just as people should be encouraged to participate in the process by going to vote, so they also should be encouraged to participate in the process by engaging through their state legislatures uh, in Article 5. It's a right that the founders gave to us, and it's a right we have an obligation to exercise and to pass on to our children. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, great patriots of America. This is The Gunny, and you are on The Patriot Cause. Got a question for you. Have you made contact of any sort with your state legislator today? If you haven't, why not? Your country is at its stake of being dissolved into communism and you're going to sit on the couch eating bonbons and doing nothing while your country crumbles beneath you. Or you can be the great patriots that you are and you can contact your legislators and you can tell your family, friends, cohorts, Christian, church, whatever, to contact their legislators because the time is now. Article 5 of the Constitution explicitly allows the states to control the federal government. And if you think you can do it, go at it. It ain't going to happen. But the states can. So this podcast is dedicated to the Convention of States. Conventionofstates.com. And this is what we're going to discuss tonight. What are the powers of the states? What can the states do that the federal government cannot do? If you have this knowledge and you talk to the legislators, you can empower that legislator to act. So talk to your legislators. Last but not least, how can the Convention of States solve the nation's problems? This is not a solve the nation problem based upon the heart of America. Only God can do that. 
but we can solve the issues related to America leaving the Constitution and leaving the will of the people. The government no longer cares about you. Spin it any direction that you want to, but they do not care about you. I'm going to bring up an individual that is a, an amazing patriot of America. His name is Robert G. Nadelson. He's a senior fellow in the Constitutional Jurisprudence at the Independence Institute in Denver and a senior advisor to the Convention of States Movement. His articles on the Constitution meaning have been cited repeatedly by justices and parties, even in the Supreme Court. He is the author of the original Constitution, what it actually said and meant. So I'm going to read part of this article from the Independence Institute. This was written by Rob Nadelson in May of 2011. 2011. So the articles that I am bringing up is not being written because of the circumstances that we are in. It's because of great scholars that knew the circumstances that we're going to be in. So this is what he says. The Constitution enumerates the powers of the federal government. But are there authoritative list of those powers reserved to the states with which the federal government may not interfere. Yes, there are many of powers reserved to the states. During the period of 1787 to 1790, while the public was debating whether to adopt the Constitution, the document's op opponents called the Anti-Federalists, argue that the Constitution would grant the federal government powers so broad that they would be left for the states, or little left for the states. In other words, the states would have little power, according to the Anti-Federalists. An individual named Cox, C-O-X-E, is little known today, but his essays were among the most influential with the general public, if not the most influential of all the pro-constitutional writers. His writings were not as extensive as Hamilton, Madison, and Jay's Federalist, but they were much easier to read and may have been more widely distributed. So Cox's information was getting out to the public that had a very small ability to read. But he was getting this information out to the public at the time to understand the Constitution of the United States. His representation and similar ones from other pro-Constitution writers were central to the entire Constitution bargain. He was an actual effective individual towards the Constitution of this country. Cox wrote under several pen names. 
which we all know why they do that. Excerpts below from two of his Freeman essays illustrate the powers constitutionally denied to the federal government. So what we're going to talk about is a list of those responsibilities the federal government has taken control over the states where they never had, according to the Constitution, the right to do that. And Freeman is that pen name that Cox was using. So I'm going to list 10 things that the Constitution tells us that the federal government cannot do, but the states can. Number one, it will be found on a careful examination that many things which are indispensably necessary to existence of good order of society cannot be performed by the federal government, but will require the agency and powers of the state legislators or sovereignties with their various appendages or members to solve the problem. First, Congress, under all powers of the proposed Constitution, can neither train the militia nor appoint officers thereof. They have no control of a state militia. That is true today. Secondly, they cannot fix the qualifications of electors of representatives or of the electors of the electors of the president or vice president. Did we hear what I just said? The federal government cannot do this, but the powers of be allow them to do it. Thirdly, in the case of vacancy in the Senate or the House of Representatives, they cannot issue a writ for a new election nor take any measures necessary to attain one. So if a representative or senator passes away in Congress, the state has to bring that person in. And they do that today. Fourthly, they cannot appoint a judge, constitute a court, or any other ways interfere in determining offenses against criminal law of the states. Nor can they anyway interfere in the determinants of civil causes between citizens of the same state which will be enumerated and highly important. They do this all the time. The federal government and the Supreme Court tells the state what they can do. Totally unconstitutional. Fifthly, they cannot elect a president, vice president, a senator, or a federal representative without all of which their own government must remain suspended and universal anarchy must ensure. So they cannot, as a federal government, elect a president. We know that. Sixthly, they cannot determine the place of choosing senators because that would be derogatory to the sovereignty of the state legislators who have elected them. Again, the state can only elect their senators. The federal government cannot, cannot do that. Seventhly, they cannot enact laws for the inspection of produce of the country, a matter of the utmost importance to commerce between the states and the honor of the whole. They have destroyed the commerce laws in this country. 
They have put bureaucracy and regulation between the states and controlling it from the federal government. For instance, the federal government says you can't move ammo from this state to that state. No, the state has the authority to determine what goes between the states, not the federal government. Eighthly, they cannot appoint or commission any state officer, legislative, executive, or judicial, which is true. Only the states can put their power in place. The government cannot determine who the governor is, although, as we know, they have a big say in who these political elites that become governors in this states. Ninthly, they cannot interfere with the opening of rivers, canals, or making the regulation roads, buildings, religious liberties, traditional manufacturing, erecting or regulating police cities, towns or boroughs, creating new state offices, buildings, all of these things that the state have the power to do. But again, the federal government gets their little fingers in this state and threatens the state if you don't put this person or that person or have these rules, then therefore we are going to do anything we can against your state. Prime example. Do you remember the days when they changed the drinking age from 18 to 21? The federal government said that if you do not change your drinking age from 18 to 21, we are going to withhold federal highway dollars. And by the way, Minnesota is the only state left that has disagreed and fought against that requirement. All other states cave, and thus we have a 21-year-old drinking policy in America, and of course eventually Minnesota caved in with them. Tenthly, they cannot interfere with alter or amend the constitution of any state, which it is amended now is, and from the time to time, will be more or less necessary in most of them. So they can't change the constitution, but I guarantee you the pressure of the federal government in causing the states to change their constitution whether it's been voted to change or just to reach out to secretaries of the states, etc., to say you need to change your law of voting so we as the federal government can become what we feel is right for your state. This is how it is. These are the 10 things that Robert Nadelson brings to us and enlightens us with what the states can do and the federal government cannot. How many of those can you think about that the federal government has gotten their fingers into? So, with all that said, what in the world can I do to help or change this process to give the powers back to the states. 
Well, I'm going to play a clip from Chris Salcedo. And he says, tell your state legislators to support the Convention of States, which is true. And this is from Newsmax, which, as we know, tells us the truth. So I'm going to play this clip from Newsmax of Chris Salcedo and tell your legislators to support the Convention of States. Naturally, we here at the Chris Salcedo Show oppose Democrat socialist efforts. The question is, what do we do about it? What do Americans do when Washington refuses to listen? Taking action, that's our focus in tonight's preamble. From illegal immigration to the national debt, from national defense to the bloated and unaccountable size and scope of the federal government, from Americans being left to the mercy of monopolistic big tech fascists to the unequal application of law based on one's political affiliation, the federal government has bailed on we the people long ago. The government's conduct has been disgraceful, whether it be from the Congress or the courts. This government, well, beyond any shadow of doubt at this point, has grown beyond the consent of the governed. We saw evidence of this in the last election. We saw further evidence of the frightening opening days of the Biden administration and their extremist policies. Consider this headline from BizPack Review coming out of New Mexico. Bear in mind that New Mexico is a left-wing state carried by Joe Biden. Quote, New Mexico bet on the wrong horse. Biden's new domestic energy ban to devastate state's economy. It turns out that Biden's ban on new oil and gas leases will financially wipe out these once enthusiastic Democrat socialists in that state. Uh, Quote, local leaders in communities that border the Permian Basin, one of the most productive regions in the United States, say any moves to make permanent the suspension would be economically devastating for the state, end quote. But what is our course, we the people? The first step is to rein in Washington. Now, I don't want you guys to feel badly. You, you don't owe them anything. Remember, they bailed on you first. As we've established, they really don't care what you think anyway. Now that the socialists are in control, they scarcely acknowledge you exist. Delivering for communist China, Russia, and Iran has the Democrat socialists' full attention now. So your job and the job of your family and friends and like-minded neighbors is to learn the name of your state representative and your state senator. You must let them know you wish for your state to participate in an Article 5 Convention of States. As we can see, Chris hits the nail with the hammer on the head. The states is the solution for the situation that we are in. I want to bring up what he specifically stated. Federal government has bailed on we the people long ago. I don't care who is in that position, whether it's the president, whether it's the Senate, whether it's the representatives, when they get up there, They become part of that quagmire called the swamp. And eventually, they could care less about you. Now, I'm not speaking about all of the representatives and senators up there because there's many of them that have your best interests at heart, but because of the bureaucracy and how deep the swamp is, They are drowned. They can't do this 
on their own. We the people have to take control of our country. There's only so many senators and so many representatives up there. Matter of fact, you combine them together, you probably don't even have 300 of them. Maybe, well, maybe 500 of them. But the point is, there's millions of us. Millions, millions of American citizens and thousands of legislators in the states where we can stand up and take control of this country. So how can the convention of states actually solve the nation's problem? Very simple. We hold a convention. We bring the states together. We amend the Constitution. We use the federal judicial system to enforce the Constitution. And we solve the problem. The reason that the judicial system is not able to do what is required is because there are loopholes in the Constitution where they cannot legally, bindly hold the federal government to what they're doing. So Rob Nadelson is going to explain to us how can the Constitution or how can the Convention of States solve the problem using Article 5 of the Constitution of the United States. Well, there's several different solutions, and they're all within the proposed application form of Convention of States. One is to impose fiscal restraints on the federal government. I mean, realistically, this is something we cannot defer anymore. We're facing a very serious situation fiscally, and so whether it's a balanced budget amendment or some other device, a convention called under the, under the Convention of States application can consider that. Uh, secondly, term limits. Um, polls show that something like 80% of the American people believe that we need term limits on members of Congress. And I think that you'd get similar numbers for, for example, imposing term limits on the Supreme Court. But experience has shown that Congress is not going to pass a bill for term limits on itself. So that means you need uh, the Convention of States application to do that. And then finally, uh, part of the Convention of States application is limiting or reducing the jurisdiction of the federal government. The federal government was designed to deal with certain tasks. It was never designed to be your local school board. It was never designed to make all kinds of health care decisions for you. And to the extent they've gotten involved in those decisions, then they're making poor decisions in the area that really are within the federal responsibility. And so that means that under the Convention of, under the Convention of States application, the legislatures can empower uh, commissioners to a convention to consider ways to pull back somewhat of the scope of the federal government. It is up to the people of this country to correct the deficiencies of the federal government. They will never, ever accept the fact that they're wrong, but that they're doing business wrong. But the Constitution tells them that they're doing wrong. And it's up to us to do something as states, as people, according to Article 5, which, thank God, the Founding Fathers put in our Constitution so we can use the Constitution to solve the problems of America. Conventionofstates.com. If you're not there, you need to get there. 
And if you are there, you need to tell other people to get there and tell the other people to tell the other people to get there. We have got to stand up as a nation against the federal government. As patriots, the federal government as you know it is today is not what it was even a hundred years ago when they actually supported the people of America. Instead of becoming elitist people against you, against America, against the values of freedom. Any person that comes to me and tells me that this legislation and this president, any president, truly has a heart for the patriots of America, they're lying. I don't believe that no one that ever held that office except for President Lincoln ever had a true desire to unite and put the country first in America. He believed in the people and he did his actions based on the people and not because of some political party that he was part of. Donald Trump was a great president for his time, but he could have done a lot more to bury this swamp. How could he do it? Gather the nation and give us a voice and tell us to stand up using Article 5. So go check it out. Last but not least, I need your help. I need you to share the podcast with those that you know and tell them to share it with those that you know so the truth can get out to millions of people. I do the homework. I do the research so you don't have to. So do me this favor. Take the podcast. Take the link thepatriotcause.com and share it with any and every social media platform email that you have. Never stop telling these people, go here, get the truth, and do something about your country. Love all of you patriots. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. This is The Gunny Out.